Welcome to Point of Dew, everyone. This is our last episode of 2021. Nick, how are you feeling? I'm so excited. Guys, we have been planning this episode. We have... How many hours have we put into this? Over uh, 10. Over yes. 15, honestly. Enough for it to be at least a part-time job, maybe a full-time yes. this week. Yeah. Let me paint a quick picture for you, because last night we were sitting on Justin's bedroom floor for a good five hours... I nothing my, unusual about that. No, right? No, my legs started to not, like I was so cramped. I was like I'm going to go to the bathroom. So dedicated to our craft, we continued to listen to the episodes. We each had a earpiece in and we were listening to episode 22, right? Yes. yes the latest was, the latest episode. Yes. When we're recording hasn't even come out yet. Yes. Um so I'm literally peeing and I hear myself say in the episode from last episode, I'm not wearing pants. Did and you mention audio... that we had Bluetooth yes. earbuds on? Yes, okay. Justin was not in the bathroom. Sure. I was not in the bathroom. But too. I hear me say, "Yeah, I'm not wearing pants." By the way, and then the episode just stops, and I was like, "He definitely just paused that. He's I definitely paused, marked taking, it down, marking it down." So, so, but this is. Do you want to talk a little bit about what we're gonna do on the episode? Sure. So this is a highlight episode of sorts, or a commentary episode. You know how sometimes you watch your favorite movie, which I'm sure for you is either A Star Is Born or House of Gucci, and you hear the crew or the cast talk about, oh, in this scene, we pictured this. Well, this is kind of our take on that. So it might be a little bit of a longer episode. We hope you still enjoy it, but it's kind of just the highlights of, I mean, Nick, what an accomplishment that we started a podcast, didn't think we would have, you know, five listeners, never mind 50. Per, uh, we're averaging 50 per episode, which is fantastic. And usually I'm not big about sharing our numbers, but I think in this time it's kind of exciting. It is. And so much care went into this. Like yes. we're going to be giving you our thoughts, our reflections, our behind the scene takes. And by takes, I just mean like our thoughts on it. And we, we're going to review all 22 episodes yeah. since July yeah. when we started this and now it's December. July so 19th we really hope you episode. enjoy. Um, let's get started. On episode 20, um, we talked about our mantra, which we're going to be using a lot more in the coming year. But our mantra for Point of Dew is we speak our truth to learn the truth. So that's what we're going to do today. And what is it, Erica? It's like just because it ends doesn't mean it's actually over. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so should we start from the very beginning? Yes. Okay. So I say we start let's start from episode. yeah. Let's start from the first episode, shall we? Yes. So here's the first introduction song that you know we knew we were going to need a theme song. Our producer Dan, we knew we were in safe hands with him, and this is what our first introduction sounded like. Welcome to Point of Dew. I'm Justin. I'm Nick, and today we're going to be talking about what it's like to graduate during a pandemic. 
the glorious period between college and employment, finding self-worth in transition, going on interviews, and the toll virtual work can take on mental health. Justin, let's talk about things from our point of view. Oh my god, we sound like noobs. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say children. I was like, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, that too, I guess. But we sound like... almost. I almost feel like we were most prepared for that episode. Even though I feel like our episodes got better as we went along. It's almost like we were most prepared for that. We absolutely were. And also, the the music in the background sounds like we're an Animal Crossing villager from GameCube, <laughs> if anybody played that. But um, we definitely, yeah, we prepared for it. We wrote down basically everything we were going to say, and we were both looking at... This is true. Like, for our, every other intro that we did, every subsequent intro, we just kind of ad-libbed after we worse. recorded it. And it just got worse. And and for that one, we had scripted, we, we knew what we were doing, but... What was going through your mind when we started recording that first episode? <sighs> I was super excited. I had a little bit of an adrenaline rush, I think. Um, I didn't really know if I could talk to you for an hour, but now knowing... He didn't know if he could talk to me for an hour. For those who know me, you know I can talk forever, so I don't know where that came from. <laughs> but yeah, I, it's just a, it was nerves, but also adrenaline. What about you? I... Okay, so when, we, when you first came to me and said, let's start a podcast, I was like, absolutely, let's do it. And then... You guys were like, okay, let's start recording next week. And I was like, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> like, I was not ready. Um, and then, so I walked in. I was like, okay, this is a little, I feel like this is premature, but let's just do it. And then coming out of it, I was like, what the hell did I just do? Did I say, like, did I share too much? Like, I was so scared. But listening back, I was very excited for episode two. So let's listen to our other intros. Spoiler alert, they're worse than the first. Very much so. Do you want to just do the, or how are you? <laughs> sure. Alright. Yeah, we do so bad at this, I'm not gonna lie. We're like, this is awesome. <laughs> well, there's our blooper for this episode. Do you want to. Should, should I introduce the topic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should we introduce the topic? Yes, I feel like it's now an obligatory sentence to introduce the topic is should we introduce the topic? Got it. That Nick was me Bear. signing my consent form. Let me just quickly submit my consent form and... <laughs> um, so I'm starting. Okay. Anyways, all right, so you told me that I was going first for my check-in. Nick, how yes, are you? I am excellent. Out. How do you guys want us... How I genuinely forget how we start these off. This is episode do. Episode do. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, could you hear that? Yes. All right, hold on. Let me do not disturb this. No, I didn't hear anything. Ash, stand mute until I introduce you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, hold on. Bye. All right, do you want to do the welcome back, Justin? Sure. I'm not even going to say. Um, should I introduce our guests? You said the obligatory, should I introduce our guests? So might as well, yeah. That's a good transition, though. Wait, uh, did, what did Elizabeth say? Her fruit? Yeah, she said a strawberry. Oh, strawberry. Okay. I thought you were like, I don't know, I'm a strawberry. Oh, but, no, I'm all right. All right. She's locked in. All right. Go ahead, Nick, with the transition. Well, do you have anything to add? Because I don't want to like... To the fruit conversation? To just anything. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> go for it. I was okay. going to do the transition, too, but you jumped right to it. Well, we're no, doing you great today. One. You want to close us out? I can close us out. Should we... Uh... All right, should we head out? Am I taking us home? Go for it. Should I introduce the uh, the uh, subject matter we got going on here? Nick, would exactly. you like to take us home?
No. Welcome to Point of Two. I'm Nick. I'm Justin. Today we're going to talk about music. Terms and conditions may apply. Oh, we gotta we gotta do that again. <laughs> we gotta. Oh, ready? Just we gotta. <laughs> shit. All right. Here we go. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Wait. I gotta pull myself together. Oh. <laughs> too good. It's too good. The last one especially is my favorite. I, when we when we made that a blooper, I honestly in the draft couldn't stop listening to that over and over and over. I was gonna say I think you are half the listeners of that episode. <laughs> Literally just Oh, we're gonna have to bleep. <laughs> we're gonna have to bleep, we're gonna have to bleep, we're gonna have to bleep. I, I can't help but notice though that and this is, you know, I I try and be humble, but it sounded like a lot of those were you. They were, but you know what? I have something to say about that because, one, we, I put a little thing together of some of your bloopers, too. Like some repeats or something or some of my... Precisely. Incoherence? Precisely. All right, fine. Let's listen to it. Transitioning from a more lax summer schedule to a more rigorous fall schedule. Going from a lax or a more lax summer schedule to a more rigorous fall schedule. But also going from a more relaxed kind of schedule where you can hang out with like friends on the weekend, the people tend to be more available, there might be more concerts in the summer, more things to do, to a more kind of work-oriented schedule, I would say, in the fall, or school-oriented schedule. Going from, you know, a lax summer schedule into a more rigorous fall schedule. Lax summer schedule to a more rigorous fall schedule. Lax summer rigorous Fall lax summer rigorous summer rigorous summer fall lax summer rigorous summer Ah, okay. There it I is. feel like that and one other thing was something that like you didn't stop. You and Dan didn't stop. Like, oh, are we? Are I think we're transitioning from lax summer to a rigorous. Oh, fall. we teased him off air. For that. <laughs> I know all the like, time. Like I just would say it in text. I'd be like, guys, I think I'm having more of like a rigorous fall. Um, <laughs> Well, there was that, and then there was the, was I needed in this space? Was yeah, that, that you one too. Always, we didn't even... You always were like teasers, like, guys, I, I entered into a space, and I wasn't needed in that space. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was an episode that we, like, talked about something actually of substance, even though we've just kind of dwindled it down to me saying, lack summer rigorous fall. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like we had a much longer conversation about... Well, transitioning from a lax summer to a rigorous fall. Self-care. But self-care. <laughs> yeah. Self-care. And I said this a lot throughout the year, but um, one of the biggest self-care ideas that I, you know, be- honestly became a mantra for me was just that the world is gray. And we talked about this a lot, how nothing's black and white and how it's a human comfort to think in those black and white areas, right? But I've been trying to, and especially somebody who... I mean, I think both of us are pretty, like, rigid, and we yeah. like structure, yeah. and that's just not the human experience as much as it, almost every human craves it. Yeah, absolutely, and we had so many conversations that kind of transcended different episodes, and so many of our guests brought in their wisdom, um, but something that you brought up, I think, was, was this, is this yeah. next clip, Kristen Neff? Um, no, it's not, but I was, so I was thinking, when I, when I brought up the gray area, like, um, I, we can just listen to it, but episode five, I talked about not having a good day and what that can look like. That's, that's kind of how I try and look at it because somewhere in our society, we decided that good wasn't good because it's not great. We decided that's like saying, okay, we decided water isn't water enough. <laughs> like it doesn't make sense. It, it really like good isn't good. Like that's, we're really setting ourselves up for failure.
and everything you said there is right. If if we're not kind to ourselves, we don't we don't give ourselves self compassion as you've kind of brought up in other episodes. Then we're just we're being so hard on ourselves, and we're setting ourselves up for failure. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I was really spitting in that episode. You were. No, I'm kidding. Um, well, <laughs> I was, but um, we talk about that's exactly it. It's the polar opposite. It's there's fantastic and great, and then there's horrible, and there's nothing in between. And right. that's just how we think sometimes, and we really set ourselves up for failure. The same thing goes, honestly, with, like, mistakes from your past. Um, we talked about that in episode 19, and I kind of really continued what I was saying um, wh- from what we just listened to in episode 5. If you're so disgusted by it now, I believe that's a sign of growth. I really do. Because you're not the same person that you were five years ago. You're not the same person you were eight years ago. Preach. Yeah, that's <laughs> all you need to say. <laughs> And that was something I really struggled with this year. Preaching? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. But Fro- Frodo. Shout out. Frodo. To <laughs> Father Jack Dennis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, mean, I, um, a, I was going to say he's a president. Where am I going with this? I have no idea. But anyway, the, the next clip we're talking a little bit about. This is within our conversation with Angela about talking about perfectionism. Mm-hmm. And you had said in the previous clip how if you are disgusted by something you did in your past, that shows growth, right? Because mm-hmm. you're maturing, you have moved on, you're no longer the person that you were. Mm-hmm. Um, I take that kind of past view in this next clip and I t- start talking about how in terms of a perfectionist, I'm someone who will, and I'm sure we all do it, are lay, lay, like going to sleep, laying in bed, and thinking about, oh, I could have said this, or I could have done this, but how that's also kind of unhealthy. So let's take a listen to that. But I resonated with you kind of dwell on your past mistakes because I find that I'm someone that, you know, locates themselves temporally kind of in the past. Like, yes, in the present, but I'm not super hedonistic or anything. I don't really think too far into the future. I think, you know, what am I doing that day? And, you know, maybe a week, a month, and you know, grad school and stuff, but I don't really think, you know, like way far. I find that I temporally I'm in the past. Mm. And I think that's interesting that you brought that up because I think on, you know, sometimes I'm, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, they say jokingly that like when you're in the shower, as you're going to bed, you think about a conversation or an argument that you had and the better points that you could have made. It's kind of like that, but with kind of like the mistakes I made and not necessarily the mistakes I made too, but just how things could have gone better when I should just kind of, you know, move on from it, life moves on. And to be honest, you know, I've heard people say, you know, we're the main characters of our own stories. And to be honest, if like you do something and in front of a stranger, in front of people, whatever, people are so focused, to be honest, and, and, you know, natural human instinct is to think more about yourself. People are so focused on themselves sometimes that if you do something and it's a mistake, whatever, they might talk about it for like, an hour afterwards or maybe longer depending on i don't know if you're if you're a celebrity or something you might get to have tabloids whatever but eventually people forget and really don't give a crap so why am i dwelling on it when other people aren't necessarily dwelling on yeah. it? yeah that was the episode with angela and her hemp water angela yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i Throwback. forgot about that that was the summer oh my gosh because she was she was in maine she was in maine and she was helping her family she was like i don't want to go cook so i'm gonna record this podcast yes. we don't have a montage of this but can we just talk about all the different locations we've recorded this yes yes speaking <laughs> of locations what i was in new york and new york <laughs> where was were you I? in I was... dc too no i, I think, think you were so. in new york i was in baltimore rhode island new no not new hampshire h my house your house, mm. 
I guess they're not many. Mm. No, I feel like we definitely. I, know, I, I was somewhere like... else. I was definitely somewhere. Oh, I was in. Mer- I was in DC. You were in DC. No, I wasn't. No, you weren't in DC. No, I wasn't. Where the hell was I? At one point, I said, "Where is Nicholas now?" Yeah, but... twice. I don't know. Twice, New York and some other place. Apparently, I don't know where I was. But um, we're together now. We haven't said that yet. We're sitting yes, on the we're same in couch. Person. Is... We haven't done this since Marion's episode. Yes. Um, but back to our conversation, especially talking about perfectionism and being hard on ourselves. One of my favorite, um, parts of the show so far has been when Ryan talked about his experience being hard on himself as a student, because if you know Ryan, you know that he was probably the most student student ever. Very studious. If that even makes sense. Very studious student. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let's play that. In terms of socializing, it's, it's ironic because like when I was in school, I took, took school very seriously all of everybody on this podcast knows this um to the detriment i would say um school's not everything so those of you that are listening out there just get a degree and you'll be fine um this is coming from an engineering major who worked his ass off to get summa cum laude um but i missed out i missed out a lot of college uh covid was kind of uh you know got in the way of that and made me realize like man i wish i would have done things differently my sophomore junior year to all our listeners out there I really just held in a massive sneeze while I was introducing <laughs> that. What do you uh, have to say about that? About Ryan's episode? Yes. Or just that part? Well, yeah. knowing Ryan, I know that it was not easy for him to admit that. I mean, I mm. tried to encourage him when we were in school, you know, to like, hey, like, it's the weekend. Let's go to Sky Zone. You know, we didn't have to go out necessarily, but let's let's do something. And I don't know. I, I think... He has matured a lot, and he's shown a lot of growth, as we've just talked about, as he kind of showed in that clip. Um, but just he's just te- you know reiterating on a really important point that life is not all about your work or school. You know, you need a work-life balance, and that's super important. And mm-hmm. if you you don't want to get caught up in the trivial things, mm-hmm. right? Um, I do. Just I want to say because I've said this to Ryan, hearing him say that was so inspirational for me. Um, because that was me in middle school and high school. And I know middle school and college are very different, but that was something I really, really struggled with. That was when my OCD had first started rearing its ugly head. Um, and just to hear him say that, like, it felt so, um, I don't know what the right word would be. Like, I felt heard hearing Mm -hmm. him say that. So that was really cool. Another one of our guests, which we talked about, not something that was very trivial, but she had some advice to our young listeners as well, right? We're talking. Yes. I'm talking about Marion. Yes. And the episode that one of my one of my most favorite episodes, I think, really an impactful episode. Yes. Right. Yes. Let's talk about Marion because that was a really special episode. I would just say, especially for your listeners, I know some of them are young, like you guys. You know, just starting life. Life is, life is, you know, it has its highs and lows, and even while you're in your 20s and 30s I mean I'm past all that so every decade that you get you get like more confident in yourself and things don't bother you and they roll off your sleeves and stuff like that (laughs) but you know when you're in your 20s it's a stage of just learning and figuring it out and figuring yourself out and there is no right answer ever so you know go for it just try it you're not going to make a mistake and I think you know in in the whole process of um, cancer and treatments and stuff like that, you know yourself well and everybody wants to survive. So try to do the very best you can in picking the right decisions for yourself and 
take a few minutes to do your own research, even if it's overwhelming. It, it can be extremely overwhelming, and there are a lot of differences. And yes, you want to rely 100% on the physician that is telling you what to do or explaining to you what they're going to do, but evaluate. Say, is this person on my side? Do they have my best interest at heart? You know, the idea that I said about the symmetry. Do I like my surgeon? Do I think they're listening to me? Are they hearing me? That I say, I want to wake up with symmetrical sides, you know? Do they hear me? Or are they just brushing me off? Because, you know, today's world, everybody is trying to do their best, like the doctors. I'm not negating the doctors, but I'm saying that, you know, they have a lot of clients that they see. They might become less um, desensitized to some sure. things. And it's your first go, and you're just hearing you have a diagnosis. So force the issue. Make them hear you. Listen to what they say, and then make your decision. If that's not the right doctor, go somewhere else. Wow. I mean, you just said it while we were listening to it. I think that was one of our most calming episodes. Cause yes, it's just... she did a phenomenal job of taking a very serious um, and also traumatic um, topic for her and just making it... She spoke so eloquently and so calmly and just... I felt at ease listening to her. Absolutely. And I loved what she was saying there um, about living life in your 20s because I feel like that's like an extension of the conversation we had with Ryan about college because your 20s, I mean, I guess the beginning or at college for many people, but your 20s are like the progression of that. Right, and you tend to sweat the small stuff, I feel like, in college, right? You, yes. Really, when you're that young, I mean, there are definitely exceptions, but when you're that young, you're not worrying about all the things that... I don't know, like, just when you're an adult. <laughs> I feel like we're getting to be adults and we're starting to get those stresses. But when you're in your 20s, to be honest, you're not worried about as many things as when you're older. And so I agree. I think Marion took the concept of what Ryan was talking about is let's just not sweat the small stuff mm. and have that work-life balance. And that's really important for a healthy life. But then also talked about, okay, like she experienced cancer both herself, but also within her family. Mm -hmm. And so taking that head on with your support system, but also, you know, how to do that. And I think she gave some great tips during that episode. For sure. And I mean, we talked about with both of them, you know, that not being hard on yourself and the perfectionism and self-abuse. We talked with Angela about Reverend Scott Adams' quote about perfection being the greatest form of self-abuse. And that's just a chef's kiss quote um but we also talked about the opposite we talked about self-compassion um i talked in a little bit in episode 22 about Kristen neff who um studies uh she researches self-compassion um and what she says about ordinary versus extraordinary um and what that is is she says that in our culture it's not okay to be ordinary we all have to be extraordinary but do you i mean do you hear the that it if we're all extraordinary what are we all Ordinary, say it with me. Um, <laughs> so we're setting ourselves up to fail, and we talked about that a little bit earlier in this episode. Um, but connecting with that ordinary nature is connecting with that human nature, and that's what makes us human, and that's sitting with our suffering. That's self-compassion. Right. So right. Um, we talked a lot about that and just being kind to yourself, um, and also kindness to others, which I believe is a form of self-care. We did the whole Be Kind 21 
uh, campaign Absolutely. surrounding that. Yeah. And talked about it on episode eight. But, of course, we took it to another level and talked about self-sabotaging <laughs> kindness, um, which has been super relevant for me today. And I just wanted to say that um, I think something that we're really getting wrong as humans today and well-intentioned humans is the idea if is the idea that if you're being kind and it's not to your own self-detriment, it's not real kindness or you're not doing something the right way. Like, I want to know, like, who said that if a kind act serves us that it's invalid? Like, who said that? Because think about how many times it's like, oh, he's doing that for himself or she's doing that for himself. The statement in and of itself is unkind to ourselves. And it's some self-sabotaging shit. I'm not going to lie. Right. Like, it's something to really think about. We could do a whole nother episode about that, but... Yes. Yes, absolutely. And so I think it's important to talk about, you know, we did Be Kind 21. And in that episode, we talked about how even if we're doing an act that and, and you know, our head starts thinking, oh, are we doing this act for ourselves? Are we doing it like, for, you know, even if you think a kind act inherently is kind act. And we talked mm -hmm. about intention. And that's super important. Of course. That, in terms of morality, that determines it. Right. The wrong one. But, I mean, you don't want to be doing it to be like, oh, look at me. I'm doing something. That's not. Right. But that's definitely a theme that we talked about throughout these 23 episodes. Well, this is episode 23. But we let's. We talked about it now. So. Yes. Um, um, and I mean, I talked about one of my favorite ways to show kindness to strangers. Not strangers, but like acquaintances online, like followers on Instagram and stuff. Um is to swipe up on stories and respond to people. Like, I think that's such a authentic way to be online, and we rarely see authenticity on social media. Um, but there's something about it. It's like dropping your ego to connect with someone in that way that's very humanizing. And just, it's how I became friends with my friend Nick, who was on episode 13. So I was watching SpongeBob, all right? And, and so I used to send on Snapchats all the time of what I'm watching every night. All right. Um, and now I post on Instagram um, of what I'm watching. This goofball down below. All right. Um, he starts um, commenting on SpongeBob and, and we're just talking like, you know, and that's how we became friends. That's how you became friends. Just that how... simple, simple act. Yeah, we've been friends for two no years now. We love you, King. Anyways, um, we talked about reaching out and being present and that human connection. Um, I loved when you talked about the Ministry of Presence. Can we listen to that? And then I want to hear you talk more about it because it's just, it's really good. Yeah, absolutely. The conversations I had is what really made it worthwhile for me, that human connection. And I learned that this is called the Ministry of Presence. I wasn't necessarily doing a lot, but I was being present with these patients or these clients. And when I talk about different types of service, this was something that's completely new to me. I felt like I always had to either be donating something for a drive or serving people food, or fundraising for a certain cause. Um, but I'd never really realized that just being present with people was a form of service or a, a ministry. It is. It's a form of ministry. And as I kind of alluded to in that section, I sometimes feel like, okay, acts of kindness, the word act seems mm -hmm. like it needs to be a very active thing, mm -hmm. right? But showing that you care about someone just by being with them and being present with them is also an act of kindness. And so that I just was talking about my senior service there and how, you know, working in a physical therapy office isn't necessarily, I mean, I'm not, it's not, you're doing things, but it's not your stereotypical acts of service. But I don't know, I, I learned a lot about being present with people and I try and live that out every day of my life. 
Yeah, I mean, I really resonate with that, too, in the way that there really is, I feel like, something that unlocks when you're doing volunteer work and service and whatever it may be that you're doing. You know, we talk about the example in one episode of, like, going to the soup kitchen in high school, and it's like, at first, you were like, oh, like, I don't want to, you know, like, uh, um, and how I worked at the elderly living complex and, or volunteered there for my school volunteer work, um, but, so not necessarily, like, wanting to do it before you go, but then you get there, it's really something special. Right, and same thing. If you if you're in an assisted living home or a senior living home, you're not doing much. You might be playing bingo. You might be playing board games, but it is a ministry of presence. I think I enjoyed the bingo more than them. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like I'm fully. Serious. I'm not. Surprised. I got to call it out. I'm really not surprised. I got to call it out, and that was a huge honor. Before we transition into something different, our away from kindness, I feel like we should talk about our green text blue text conversation with iphones and androids yes oh voice crack yes (laughs) let's take a listen the amount of groans that i get when people when i like get someone's news number i share my number with someone new and it's like oh we can't name the group chat oh it's a green text Uh, like i get shamed all the time for having an android wow so in light of in the chat and like coming after be kind 21 (laughs) Let's be kind to our Android users. To our Android users. All I have to say there, let's be kind to our friends with Androids. <laughs> I had my head out. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love you, King. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Sure. You're at my house, King. Um, <laughs> let's transition. Uh, another way we used our platform kindly this year was by talking about social justice issues. And honestly, I think Mary put it best on episode nine. And it's constantly asking myself, even in the classroom, who's here, who's not here, and why? Right. You know, as a person of faith attending Mass, who's here, who's not here, and why? Absolutely. And I think social justice is something that I want to continue to do into the next year, too. And we we already kind of alluded to we want to have a race conversation. For sure. Making sure we do that correctly. But Mm -hmm. I agree with what Mary said. You know, looking around in the spaces that you occupy... And hopefully you're needed in those spaces. <laughs> and seeing who's there, who's not, who's included, and why is it so or why is it not so. Yeah. Honestly, that's a mantra right there. Um, we talk about New Year's resolutions in episode 22, and I would really like Mary's words from that episode, episode 9, to guide me in 2022. In 2022. And we talked a little bit, too, about how New Year's resolutions sometimes like are a goal, and how we don't really want to think of that, think of it that way anymore. It's more like you want it to guide you instead of you reaching for it and then failing. Because who's actually succeeded at a New Year's resolution? Like, let's just not me. <laughs> no, me neither. So I'm also so impressed that you know each episode by number. Thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> but that is something that I would like to let guide those words guide my actions in 2022. Absolutely. We also another social justice topic we talk about is COVID, uh, but with COVID wearing a mask and the reasoning behind wearing a mask or getting vaccinated. And we talked a little bit with Ryan, who is from Louisiana, and so is speaking from that point of view. And let's see what he had to say. We have to look at people places like India, South Africa. Um, those places are struggling because they, aren't, they don't have the luxury we have as Americans to get the vaccine. And yet we don't want to wear masks because it's my body, my choice, because that's an interesting argument that people give out a lot is it's, you know, my body, my choice. I don't have to wear a mask and I'll get sick. But, you know, but that's the same reason pro-choice people give about abortions. Yet 
the majority of Louisiana and Republicans are, you can't save my body, my choice. Yet Republicans are the, you know, for the majority, um, or those in Republican states have lower vaccination rates um, and are giving the same excuse, it's my body, my choice. And that, I would ponder that if that is one of you. <sighs> we are still in a pandemic, even though I don't want to think we are. But we are. I love the sigh you do at the end of all of the serious clips. <laughs> <sighs> you know, I've just been holding a lot, so I'm just trying to breathe it <laughs> out. Fair. That is totally fair. It was really refreshing to hear him say that, just as somebody who he talked about, like, from the South, um, from Louisiana. He said that there were a lot of people down there that, you know... And not to generalize, too, because no, every, no, no, no. Per, every person to... from the South and every Republican is not the same and all that stuff. And I think Ryan mentioned that, too. Is right, and I think in... he's an example of that. Absolutely. Well, and he's an independent. Let's just make sure, you know, we're not going to... Oh, no, <laughs> but... no, I don't... Well, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just the frustration sometimes of the politicizing of the pandemic, right? It's... A public health issue is a public health issue. It's not a political issue. We've kind of turned it into a political issue, but it's not that. And it's just... Well, I'm going to sigh again. (sighs) Um, I don't know. I just wish, you know, mask up for your friends, get vaccinated for your family and your friends. And let's just, you know, be with one another and do and think outside of ourselves. And when we talk about this pandemic, too, that's the New Year's resolution for 2022 America. (laughs) You heard it here. And yeah, Mary, like, honestly, they should have been on the same episode, Ryan and Mary, because Mary talked about in her episode, we were obviously talking about abortion and access to abortion, SBA in Texas, but she was talking about how those who consider themselves as pro-life can't only be pro-life when it comes to abortion. You can't only be a one-issue pro-life person. Let's take a listen to what Mary had to say. And we want to talk about care, protecting community and protecting human life. Right. Shouldn't who who are you talking about? What is that referring to? And how come this issue where you have where you so strongly advocate for exists in isolation from all of the other areas that concern human life? For those that want to hear more on that more on that discussion, that's episode nine. It was <laughs> a super important one, and it was challenging for us. You mentioned in one of the episodes that that was the most uncomfortable one to record, but also one of the most. Um, it was enlightening. enlightening. Yeah, rewarding, yeah. enlightening. Like, yeah, in our rapid questions episode, I said that was the most challenging one because although we have an opinion podcast, it's literally called Point of Due. Yes. It's difficult for those controversial opinions that people have. And honestly, I think it's important to have an opinion regardless. Yeah. It's hard to put that out there. You're, you're, you're exposing yourself and being vulnerable. And especially with that topic, which is such a hotly debated topic. I don't know. It was challenging, but it was also really rewarding to finally have it out there and just have that conversation with two people I really care about. And I felt safe in that space. Yes. So honestly, my final thoughts for this episode on social justice, um, and I say it on episode 19, we can play that clip if you want. I think one of the best acts of social justice, in my opinion, is instilling these values in your kids and kind of making them the stewards of, and and in doing so, you're doing it yourself too, but teaching that in your kids, because if you can teach your kids to love your neighbor's kids, that's huge. Let's transition to something lighter. We've talked about self-care, self-compassion, on the opposite side of that, self-sabotage, self-abuse. We've Mm -hmm. talked about kindness towards yourself, towards others. We've talked about social justice. In episode three, 
we started one of our longest, I think, I guess you called it in one of the episodes, one of our longest tropes, which is... Dare I say, fruity. <laughs> asking each guest what fruit they would be and why. Yes. Should we remind ourselves where that came from? Yes. Let's hear the backstory. Okay, so this is not... We didn't... We don't... It became a joke because my brother was interviewing for like private high schools because yeah. he was like, he was a big hockey player and he wanted to like attend a prep school that would help him to play in college and all that stuff. And so um, they, part of the interview, like part of the admissions process is an interview. And so my brother had prepared with my mom, like all the que- like normal questions you get in like a college or a high school interview. Um, and then he went into one interview and the, admissions officer goes if you were a fruit what fruit would you be and why and my brother you know with a stroke of genius just goes i would say that i'm a watermelon because on the outside i have this hard exterior um you know like i'm a hockey player and so like sometimes hockey players know you got to be tough tough in the locker room tough on the ice tough you know around your friends that's just kind of the, the culture of the sport but on the inside, I really do care. And I have, I, you know, I feel a lot of things and I, you know, I care about the people that I love, my friends, my family. And so we always joke that whenever my brother Ryan shows emotions or our brother Ryan shows emotions, we say, oh, the watermelon. I love that story. That's a good one. And I love that it's turned into something with our podcast of asking every single one of our guests. But he needs to be on the show and we need to, to ask him. He needs to listen first. Yeah. Hey, Watermelon, listen to this episode at <laughs> least, huh? Has he listened to an episode yet? Do you know? I don't know. Maybe. Mm. I got to cut him some slack. I'm saying, fine, innocent before proven guilty. Yes. Anyway. We'll have him on and we can ask. But um, <laughs> should we hear everybody's responses? These speak for themselves. We have to. Let's listen to everybody's responses. So what would you be? Well, this might be me being an Ashley world, but I can totally see me being an orange. Because, cause like, you just see me as, like, a whole, but once you, like, peel me and, like, get to know me, I have, like, a bunch of different parts about me that you just don't know about. And it's hard for me to open up as, like, it's hard for me to open up in the beginning, but once you get to know me, there's a lot. So I'd be an orange. Justin, do you have an answer? Um, I can't really, exp- I don't, I have an answer. I don't have an explanation. For some reason, pineapple is coming to my head. I feel like I like the warm weather. Pineapples are tropical um they're unique looking i'm unique looking no (laughs) well i want to say like a strawberry because that's my favorite fruit but i maybe probably watermelon i would say watermelon watermelon i would say mainly because it's made up of water and i'm like a (laughs) freak so i drink a lot of water Ryan! Yeah? If you were a fruit, what fruit would you be? What an interesting question. Um, uh, if I were a fruit, I think I would be a kiwi um, because Ooh. they are very misunderstood fruits because they're like really weird looking on the outside and so no one gives them credit, but they're like the best thing ever when you actually eat one. And you can eat them really easily because you just can eat them with a spoon. I'm just talking about why I love kiwis. It doesn't really describe <laughs> my personality. Well, I my answer my answer a couple episodes ago is because a pineapple is unique looking, and I said I'm unique looking, and you said kiwis are weird looking. So what does that say about you? <laughs> I mean, I'm from the south, so I feel like I'm easily judged, and so that's everybody easily judges a kiwi. But then they when they have a kiwi, they're like, wow, this is the best thing ever, and it pairs well with a lot of other things. So I'm a very good and, and very different situation. So, you know, you have like kiwi watermelon or like kiwi pineapple or like kiwis just pair well with things. I pair well with people. That's my answer. And that's what I'm sticking to. 
If I were a fruit, okay, wait, I had, I think, okay, I think I would go with, I think I would go with an apple, really, because um, I love apples. I really do. They're like a great fruit. They're always, but (laughs) the reason why is I would say I'm reliable and like, kind of like classic, you know, always there. Just, Mm. and apples are never really bad unless you let them go bad. Um, Then you have a bad apple. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that's my, that's my basis. Um, I think an apple, they're just kind of, they're reliable. They're good. I would hope I'm reliable and good. And I like that. If you were a fruit, what fruit would you be and why? Great question. I was actually thinking about this beforehand Ooh, as an avid listener prepared. to the podcast. Um, I think this morning I would identify with a lime. I feel like limes pair well with a lot of different things. And they're like a good addition to a lot of drinks, food. They're multi-purpose. You shouldn't leave them out for too long or they'll get sad. (laughs) 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 No, but yeah, I feel like so often there's like limes added to things and they just make them fun. So I hope I'm that. If you were a fruit, what fruit would you be and why? I'd probably say a banana because... You know, I'm I'm a I'm a sweet person, and oh. you know, um, and the banana's like, like really sweet. If you were a fruit, <laughs> what fruit would you be? Oh well, I'm yeah. gonna say strawberry. I love that. I'm okay. gonna say a pineapple because I was watching SpongeBob last night. And that's just really on the brain. And how cool would it be to live in a pineapple? You could just like eat the wall when you're hungry and not need to go to the grocery store. If you were a fruit, mm. what would you be? Oh, what would I and be? Why? And why? <laughs> and why? <laughs> I think I would be an apple. Okay, um, why? Why? Well, because it would be that I was sweet and liked a lot because a lot of people like apples. And I like the idea that I'm up on a tree so I can kind of mm. view the world from not like the ground. Yeah. I'd like to see above and see see the outside if you were a fruit oh yes what fruit would you be and why it's a really hard question i was googling fruits to figure it out (laughs) um i don't know i want to say kiwi but i don't know why yeah but i don't even i don't even really like the taste that much i just think it's like so unique and like it doesn't really get like i feel like you know we like throw chocolate or like something else or we throw a lot of fruit on different dishes like with charcuterie and stuff and but i don't know i think like that it stands alone and it's just like a cool fruit if also if you just resonate with a kiwi you can just resonate with a kiwi you know (laughs) i don't know like i just like kind of respect the kiwi I'd say I'm a coconut, no further questions. I was going to switch mine to avocado because I'm easy to open. People can easily take advantage of me, but I have a really, like, <laughs> I don't know. I have, like, a, a bad part. I don't know. I was like, this is horrible. Why am I yeah, saying I have a core. I have a pit. I've been thinking of switching mine to cherry because, like, avocados, like, I don't know. Cherries also have pits. Nick, but then we have to implement a rule of how many times can you change your fruit? Because this would be the second time you've changed it. <laughs> okay, but like, I am fruity. You are. That was great. <laughs> I'm glad you appreciated that. So let's just take the grand total, okay? So out of these 22 episodes, we have one orange, one strawberry, one banana, one lime, one watermelon, two kiwis, two apples, two pineapples, and one cocoa avo cherry. Would you say that that would be? What is that? I was like, who was that? I didn't even get that. That would be you. Um, (laughs) I love that that has become a running joke because I just think it's really funny and it's very us. Just the fruity. 
the fruity fruit. I don't know. Just listening to that and hearing that we had more than one, I was like, we should start a dating app where it's like fruits mingle. You, yeah. <laughs> My real friends will know that there already is an app for that. Just gonna put that out there. And you, you'll get it if you get it. If that. I just love be. that it's been a running joke. And I feel like we've had a lot of sayings on the podcast that have been running jokes so much so that we made a Halloween costume out of it. Like yeah. let's recount some of them. Like, Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. H H. That's, that's it. No, just kidding. No. <laughs> Black um, summer, rigorous fall. We already... So, well, hold on. The whole point of that episode was not just transitioning from a lax summer <laughs> to a rigorous fall. <laughs> But it was transitioning from a lax summer to a rigorous fall. And Humpty Dumpty had a wonderful fall. Oh my fall. gosh, yes. So, he had a great fall. And I, it was needed in that space. Yes. So, yep. many, <laughs> so many of these things. But yeah. another running gag that honestly I didn't appreciate until I was putting together this episode was how many times members of your family interrupted you <laughs> while we were recording. All right, so you're on. Let's take a listen to all of those. Um, so we have our first guest. I'm sorry, we have our first guest on the show. My dad is joining us. <laughs> I'm done upstairs, yes. Gary Gervasi, everybody. My mom just texted me big brother, so she's probably on the other side of the door. She's mom, on the other side of the door ever. listening. Abby's trying to get me to stop recording. I don't know why you're sad. Oh, we have our first interruption of the episode. Who is it? Oh, they're definitely, now they're not even going to, oh, I think it's my mom. Here she comes. It might be my sister. I don't know. Oh, it's my mom. I didn't know Yeah, I told you I was recording. You Welcome. You shut your bedroom door. That's the reason I thought. I, I was taking a nap. What is this? This is an unexpected visit. Should I read it out loud? I don't even know what it says. Funny how drinking eight cups of water a day seems like it's impossible, but eight beers and si- why? And six shots in three hours go down like I'm not reading this. I'm not reading this. Goodbye. My mom has to be loud on the outside of the door. It wouldn't be an episode if one of my family members oh. didn't interrupt. My mom has officially interrupted episode seventeen. I have to say, hi, Justin. Hi. Um, I have an to uninvited say guest. Sometimes my texts come across abruptly, but yeah, only because I'm trying to like be quick or I'm trying to like do a hundred things. So people have to remember you can't detect tone in a text. Yes. Yes. So that is so important. That would be my, this was supposed to be constructive criticism for him. So <laughs> like you might get like nervous that I'm like mad and I'm really not, I'm just either at work or I send texts or I forget because I'm pretty, pretty great at forgetting. Texts. So basically what he's trying to say is, He's never Why? mad at you. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> you are not the guest. Because I am mom. All right. All right. Bye. I love that. You don't. You're, you're I'm my right, face. You're, I was you're like, cringing so hard yeah, right no, now. Yeah, no, I wasn't even cringing. I was just like <laughs> rolling my eyes throughout that whole thing. Um, <laughs> honestly, can't a guy speak his point of do in private to then put on the internet for anybody and anyone to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you be your authentic self in private? Yeah. yeah. That sounds so bad. <laughs> that sounds so bad. Um, we did speak authentically, though. We talked about our authentic selves on the episode about masks, which, honestly, that was, like, your gem. Mine? Like that, yes. You did such a good job planning well, that. Well, thank you. Should we listen? Sure. I don't think that wearing a mask, like, putting a mask on or not showing you know, who you are right away or in certain spaces necessarily a bad thing. I feel like 
evolutionarily, it's probably something that we've figured out in terms of like survival. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like if you're with your close friends, you would hope that you're your authentic self and you're being genuine and who you actually want to be. But then if you're in a group of strangers, for instance, I don't know, at some sort of party and you only know one person, I feel like you're just going to let parts of yourself that you're finding, oh, I have this in common. I'm just going to talk about this or but I feel like that's okay. But I think if you're only in spaces where you aren't able to be your true self, then I feel like maybe that could be an issue. I'm I'm not afraid to necessarily bring my identities into this, but like I think having my identities and being having like being firm in who I am and like knowing who I am, I think is is helpful in being able to like access that, like and figure out who that authentic self for me is. I well, first off, I really enjoyed our conversation for that episode. And you said that was my gem. It was. Well, it was like you. your magnum opus. I don't know if that's how you pronounce <laughs> it. Um, I don't I never took Latin, but it really was. There were so many new wave moments in that episode, and that sounds so pompous to say, but like it there it was just really good. I especially, especially that's especially when I talked <laughs> <That's> horrible. <laughs> but I made a point about like we talked about our different types of selves too, because we all have more than one, you know, um, not just mask, Personas. but like persona that yeah, that personas. is authentic mm-hmm. um, for different spaces. And I mentioned too that I can tell my. We were trying to name our different personas, and I can say, and I was able to pick up on mine based on my sense of humor yes. in the space that I was in, which was yes. really cool. Um, I just before we move any further, I think your gem was the forgiveness episode. I don't know the numbers you. like you. Apparently it was 19, but anyway, the second half of what number was this one? This was episode 11. 11. The second half of 11, we did impressions. We did. Now, we only have two, one of each. To show you. To show you in this one. But I did an impression of my sister, which I think is pretty accurate. And just because I want to show you how accurate it was, we're going to play my sister's voice first and then my impression. Back to back. Let's just listen to this. Hello, people. <laughs> Ashley. Woo. How does it feel to be our first guest? Um, it feels good, but I'm not going to lie. I totally forgot that I was um, recording this, so I was just listening to you guys, and I was like, all right, should I go watch Gossip Girl? But you know what? I'm on here, so. <laughs> Hi. Oh, my God. I forgot I was on this because I was just I was listening to you guys, and I was just like, hmm, do I just want to watch an episode of Friends? Yes, I think it was accurate. I think it was accurate. What do you think, Patrick? Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Okay, so hold on. Just to be fair, let me just back up for a second because I can do a really good Patrick star. Do it now. No, (laughs) I was trying to do the... That wasn't much better. Um, But I did some good ones on the episode that actually sounded like him. I was trying to do that one and it didn't work and it just sounded like I'm screaming. And then, which I essentially was. And then you hit back with this. I was so rude. No, it was funny. Do you have an impression that you, like, can do? That, like, you <laughs> know? No, 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 no. That sounded terrible. The one you can do? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Honestly, we all, we both were terrible. But it was like... <laughs> it was just I'll funny. speak for myself. Because I've already no, insulted you, you are... enough with that clip. <laughs> You're but... going to come at me again? No. <laughs> Mine were, were rough. Mine were bad. <laughs> I did some bad ones on there. 
That was that was a okay. I blame of, Dan. Yes, he gave he gave us some hard ones. There's some do. obscure ones. Those okay. are some difficult. Do you remember when I had to do Tom and I sat there for like 20 minutes and we had to cut it down a lot of me being like, oh, I don't want to like I don't know like I don't know I don't know how to and that wasn't my impression. It was me just like freaking out and you're like Nick, do the do the impression. The impression. <laughs> that was that was a bad time. Speaking <laughs> of Dan, yes, we wouldn't be. Point of view without our producer Dan, and we are so. I I'll speak for myself and let you speak in a second, but I am so grateful for the work that he does for this podcast, and the fact that he doesn't even live in the same time zone as us is just so. We're so grateful for him. Yes, Dan, it's true. <laughs> I almost spit out my mint there. <laughs> That's what that sound was that you just heard. Um, no, honestly, I appreciate Dan so much. He is a very hard worker and just very creative with this show. Um, this podcast wouldn't be point of view without Nick, what you bring, Dan, what Dan brings. Oh, I, I totally agree. Like, we've talked about this before. Dan, you can hear Dan. He hasn't said a word and you can hear him in the editing of this show. And I Absolutely. think that is a testament to how good, and like, this show is a point of view show and the fact that you can just feel him in this show is oh yeah the fact that you can (laughs) recognize you can get his essence in this show is really cool but i feel the same way if you look at our social media like i very much take pride in that and even just i think that you are just the i mean you are the anchor of the show i believe and me yes in dot fm Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I I really do believe that and I wouldn't have it any other way honestly. I'm very happy to be the um the boy Robin. I don't watch superhero <laughs> movies. Boy Robin. Is that a, not a thing? No, that's very much a thing. That's Batman's sidekick. Is he boy <laughs> but Robin? But you're not my sidekick, I wouldn't say. I do want to take this moment to play a montage of some of the more questionable uh transitions that he's given us. Let's like, listen to <laughs> some of Dan's Artistry. Yes. Well, hold up. I got my equipment from, well, now my boyfriend, but from Colby. (laughs) I hear rustling. Does anyone know what that is? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Ouija boards out. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Um. Listening back to that, there there are a lot of good ones. I, I thought we were just putting the ones that I had questions on, but those were really good. The only ones I really have questions on, the first one, when Ashley says, I got my equipment from my now boyfriend, Colby, and then it's a... 
I was like, does Colby live in a haunted house? Like, what was scary Suspense. about that? Suspense. And then we were on the opposite. I feel like we could have, like, switched these because, like, we were talking about Ouija boards and then we transitioned with, like, a relaxing, smooth jazz. Absolutely. And Absolutely. you said you asked Dan about that today. Yeah, he said, I don't know, it felt right. And it so, did feel right. And Only I on point that. of do. Only on point of do. And I love that in the beginning of that very same episode, because Ryan is from where he is, he yes, plays banjo, banjo music for the introduction. I forgot that that was because of Ryan. <laughs> that's so everything. that's what that was. Um, toward the end there, you heard our first theme, which yes. in the beginning of this episode, you also heard. Yes. I love the evolution of how our theme song went from there to what it is now. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate, I don't know if you listeners know, but Dan tweaks it a little bit each time. Yes. He adds an instrument, takes another instrument away, maybe does it in a different key, but small minor tweaks to it each time. And I think that, like you were saying, that's how you can really hear Dan in the podcast. Yes. I love the theme song so much that it's my current ringtone, I must say. But I want to give... A full minute to just listening to the Can I just song. say, if that's a little self-centered, almost as self-centered as watch, listening to 20 episodes of yourself in a row, because I had to do that for Which this you episode. Did. <laughs> you did. So, let's listen to the theme song. like his you know we talk about like our we said like episode 19 was my like gem gem yours was episode 11 the sound the theme song is his for sure absolutely that song slaps my my favorite version of it which we didn't play but you can go listen to it on it's like the only only the fear episode fear episode i don't know if it is i think it's 15 it's the order oh i got it was it well? The fear, was, the fear episode was episode fifteen. <laughs> um, that was a good one. Uh, but he, it was on an organ, and it was just like I don't know if we're processing in to get married or buried because it was like. <laughs> um, but it was really good. It's really really cool, and I liked it a lot. So, as we mentioned in the beginning, this is our final episode of twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. We will return in twenty twenty two. We're not telling you when. We're gonna take a little break, and then we'll return. But. We already have the date picked. We're very excited. Um, my last thought for today is don't cry because it's over for now. Smile because it happened. Or we could smile because it's over and cry because it happened. I don't know. <laughs> um, that's just a thought to leave you with. But do you have any last thoughts before we give them the grand finale that was requested more than once. I know, by all of our listeners. I'm yes. so excited for that one. No, I think, I, like I said, I'm just 
I want to express my gratitude for you and for Dan. And I've just had so much fun with this. And to all of our listeners and those who support us, either through listening or even uh, supporting us in our, our merch fundraiser for Toys for Tots. Like I said, we, we raised over $150 for Toys for Tots. And that was just, I mean, I'm still speechless. Yes. And when you hear this episode, the merch will be to you if you ordered some. We want to tag us, like take pictures, tag Tag us at Point of Do Podcast. At Point of Do Podcast. It's on the back of the shirt if you need to, <laughs> if you need a reference. Um, I also want to just say like how proud of us I am because listening. I mentioned that I did listen to all of the episodes, um, in order to pick our highlights for this for this one. And there are the word that I would use is authenticity. There are so many moments that is just like us, and that again, it's a Point of View podcast, but we really went to like the heart of what we were feeling. Absolutely. And, and you know, if if you didn't feel that way, I think we would have done something wrong. So I think we yeah. did. We went out, set out to, you know, we speak our truth to learn the truth. And mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what we're doing is we're just speaking what we know, speaking what we believe and trying to start conversations. And I think that's exactly what we have done, at least with these last 22 episodes. And the part of learning the truth, really, even listening back, because some of my opinions... I mean, opinions change, too. Like, some of the things I said, I'm like, oh, I I would have said that differently now. But, like, looking back, I was doing my best to formulate into words what I was feeling. Exactly. So, um... Without further ado, should we give the listeners what they've been waiting for? Yeah, speaking of learning, you had a lot to teach us on episode 12. Oh, boy. I was... Not that I was taught this. I don't know how I learned these, but, like, I feel like everyone has different definitions for what the bases are, too. Like... For me, I learned it was the four F's. French, feel, finger. Oh my God. <laughs> like holding hands. Uh, <laughs> what happened to holding hands? What happened to holding hands? We're holding hands right now. No, no we're not. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. And, and uh, don't worry, ladies, he's single. <laughs> <laughs> I am mortified by that but also it's like you know what i'm putting myself out there you know yeah, whatever you like i, I literally told nick when we were eating dinner before we reco- sat down to record that at my wedding if he gives a speech this will probably be included in it oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but uh, i don't know i was just it, it, immediately afterwards i was embarrassed right and was it the next episode or a couple episodes later? So you that were was like, episode 12. I brought it up again, probably on 13, also on 14. Definitely on 14, which we're going to show them the clip um, with Elizabeth and Rachel reacting to And it. there's what they said. Might I remind y'all of the four Fs real quick? No, you I can, really you don't, no. That. I would, remember we said we're going to get as far away from the four Fs <laughs> <laughs> after that episode. <laughs> I've heard great. Uh, the only feedback I have gotten from that is that it's hysterical because you usually don't speak that way. Yeah, People were very shocked. I told. I said in the episode. I said I'm really just exposing myself and my not. <laughs> also, the back and forth for the entire week of do we include that? Do we cut it? Oh out? my gosh! Just... The behind the scenes information from the, do we include it? Do we not? Oh my gosh! What should I do? <laughs> Speaking as a point of view viewer. Good choice. I was I listened to it when I'm driving and I just about crashed the car. I was like, like <laughs> this just happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad she didn't. Yeah, I am glad she didn't as well. Do you have any any more thoughts hearing it a second time or a twentieth time? I wouldn't 
do it any other way. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so glad we kept it in there because that is the part that people talk that bring up to us. So Out of much. all of the things it's, we it's, talked it's, about, it's the part you and Dan bring up to me. So yeah, I mean... oh, oh, of course, we're not going to let you live at home. But that's the, like we talked about so many different things, and of course, the four F's, which I don't even think I can say, and you just heard them. Um, just really. <laughs> Sex ed, right there. Let's just replace, no, not even let's no, just no, absolutely class. not. Let's no, let's not do that. that. Absolutely not. You you've heard of the like anyway? How to make just, a baby video? No, let's stop. We're gonna end this show right now before we go any further down that road. <laughs> All right, see you around. <laughs> anyway, for the last time in 2021, my name is Justin Dew. I am Nick Gervasi. As always, you can reach us on Instagram and Facebook at Point of Due Podcast or by sending us a voice message on our website, anchor.fm forward slash point of due. If you enjoy our show, give us a rating or review in the Apple Podcast Store or while we're away, share us with a friend or family member. You can catch up on all 23 episodes. Share this episode. Exactly. Get a little a preview. High, yeah, it's a preview of all of them. Well, preview is probably two hours long, but let's see. Yeah. <laughs> we really appreciate, as we've said, all of your support since we started in july all the way until now in december 2021 we are so 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 grateful for every single one of you we'd be and talking to ourselves if it wasn't this is true we'd just be the three of us in and a, we could probably still do it <laughs> the three of us in a virtual room but it's so much more fun it's so much i don't know i i get so much energy from this project uh and, and from from the audience feedback and everything so we are so grateful um we hope you have a wonderful holiday season safe holiday season with your friends and family make smart decisions wear masks get vaccinated we'll see you in the new year this has been the 2021 version of the point of view i am happy i am fine now and my daddy no i am not Cheers me up because time to say goodbye to myself in the past. Time to say goodbye. Time to say hi.